Ice up, son. Ice up. And we're back. Welcome back to Mike Up Sun. It's been how many weeks? Anybody want to guess? Six? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like ten. At least. Ten? Probably more. You know, it was before the Super Bowl, yeah? Yeah. Did we do a post-Super Bowl show? I don't remember. It's a good thing we put, put our plan together here. So we did a show around the Super Bowl back in the beginning of February. Now here we are at the end of April, so it's been closer to three months, uh, one way or the other. But there's a lot. It's an exciting time of year. A lot of sports fans are watching the NBA playoffs, start of the baseball season, but the NFL is about to consume all the oxygen in the room with the NFL draft on Thursday. There's no arguing that they're going to dominate whatever happens at this point in the NBA playoffs. Not as important as what happens on Thursday in the draft. Agreed. At least for me. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I agree too. I, I quit watching NBA years ago when they stopped playing defense. Well, they played some defense against Kevin Durant and swept the Nets, but that's for another show. So here we are. We're going to talk about the draft in a minute. We're going to tease it out because we're professional podcasters. We will tease out the draft part for you. Emphasis on the professional. And come back to the heart and soul of Mike Up Sun, which is the Carolina Panthers, how the season ended, and what has happened since the Panthers' season ended. Uh, that will set the table for what we do in the draft. So... Um, Flip a coin here. Who wants to buy a drink for somebody? On uh, I'm gonna I'll buy a drink for who's got a better take on uh, on how the Panthers off season has gone. Well, before we start buying drinks for each other, uh, how about we just cheers to the new show, Josh. like for free? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, right. pour care. it up. Let's go. Clink. To buy it. Clink. <laughs> All right. Good to be back. We're back, just like you remember us. So while we're talking, Brandon, so let's talk a little bit about the end of the season and since. Well, the end of the season was obviously less than stellar, to put it mildly, I suppose. Um, I think there's so many ways that we were going into the offseason looking at needing to improve. Some, some, Some areas I felt really comfortable with. I do like the way our defense has been trending, was trending at the end of the season, or at the beginning of the season more, but they still held it together for the best they could as being on the field as much as they were. A lot of pressure on the season, yes. But I think our defense is in pretty good shape. We had one or two more pieces, and they're going to be an elite defense, I think. And what if Mr. Horn had been on the field, right? That could have helped a lot. Yeah, and uh, hopefully he'll be healthy coming into next year, and we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um Obviously, the offense is uh, just a horrible disaster. Um, we'll get CMC back. It doesn't look like we're going to move on from him, which thankfully, thank, I, I know I know it makes logistical sense with the, all of the contracts and cap space and all that. I get it. I understand it. But I just don't want to see another Panthers legend just thrown to the wayside because we mismanaged him. It would actually would have made a lot of sense to trade him because we would have had a shit ton of dead cat money this year, which this year, in my opinion, should be a fucking not year anyways. But we'll you know talk more about yeah. that later. But re- trading him was unrealistic to begin with. Well, yeah, and I never wanted to. Unless so we I'm got, glad, I'm glad that we have just a crazy amount of crazy value, which yeah, obviously mean, wasn't out We would have gone about Deshaun Watson. Yeah. 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 Who, who's going to give him? You know, who's going to give us a lot of value for CMC when right. he's barely played the last two? Barely years. on the field. So, so, any more thoughts? I mean, I promise we'll get to the draft here in a second. But Brennan, just any other. 
um, set the table thoughts on I, the off season. It's it's been very intriguing, and I I, I like to believe that we're just playing the game uh, this off season of, of what are the Panthers going to do? No one knows what they're going to do. Are they going to take a quarterback? If they do, which quarterback are they going to take? Are they going to try to trade back for a quarterback? Are they going to get an offensive lineman? Which what what are the Panthers going to do? Are they going to make a crazy trade? And I think it's all smoke and mirrors. I really do, and, and and I can kind of appreciate that because you want to keep your opponents guessing at what moves you're going to make. Maybe we can find ourselves. There's no more lying than any other time than this time of year. Exactly. Right, a- a- exactly. But at the same time, at the same time, given the way my fandom has gone with 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 this squad, <laughs> I find myself having very weak faith <laughs> in the front office. And so we'll leave it there because you're treading dangerously close into the next segment. Well, yes. So, Dustin, uh, thoughts since the end of the season? This has been a wild fucking offseason. You've got Kyler Murray threatening to not want to play for Arizona, which I guess now he's changed his mind. You've got Deshaun Watson, the the sweepstakes that we lost out on. That we lost out on. (laughs) Thank God. Bullet, you die. I've never Uh, felt so good about an L. $230 million guaranteed. And you know that was the, 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 uh, the ultimate thing that sent him there. Like, cause I, I'm almost certain he was going to Atlanta, but then the Browns were like, "Well, what about two thirty guaranteed?" And he was like, uh, so "How long does it take me to get to Cleveland again?" He was like, "Say less, fam." Yeah, I always love the, the weather in Cleveland, <laughs> right? So that was that whole thing My was interesting. Well, not him. Uh, you got Devonte Adams left the the Packers, but Rodgers is still there, which you know a lot of people were expecting last year to be his last year as a Packer. Um, so it's just been a wild offseason. Going more specifically towards the Panthers, I think we've made some good moves. We, we signed a new guard, Austin Corbett, away from the Super Bowl champion Rams. We signed a new center, Bradley Bozeman, from the Ravens, who's a quali- been a quality starter for, for the Brandon. last three years. I actually meant to touch on that, like, yes, because those were very good upgrades. Yep, so we've, you know, we've already made some moves on the O-line. We've got Taylor Moten as a solid starting right tackle. We've got... Uh, Brady Christensen, who when they did finally let him play left tackle at the end of the season last year, performed above average. And those were his first three games at left tackle. He ain't the guy, though. He's he's probably not the long-term solution. But, you know, but we need depth. You don't just have your starters. You have to have depth, too. True, true. And so, really, the glaring weak spot on our O-line right right now is left guard. And so, left guard, the left side. But left Left guard in particular. Left uh, left guard in particular because we just have nothing there. Whatever Um, happened to left side strong? Obviously, we're still weak at the quarterback position. Cam Newton's not coming back. Not that that would fucking help. Sam Darnold is still here. Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, What? what, Can you say that one more time? Yeah, Cam's arm is fucking washed. I need more. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's giving it to you, man. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I like. I just after all the arguments that we've had about it. Well, that yes, does, yes. that wouldn't change the arguments from about what, what he was worth eight, ten years fair ago. Enough, right. Fair exactly. Enough, fair enough. But um, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, not to mention, who knows if anybody will sign him after the stupid fucking shit he said about women um, a few weeks ago. Oh, God. Uh, well, I don't think we have time for that on our show today. Right. So yeah. I mean, overall, I think we've put ourselves in a decent enough spot. We obviously we wish we had more draft picks, um, but I guess I'll stop there. Leading up to the draft, well, it's an excellent transition. It was. It was really. Really, it's like you're a professional. I was. I was super excited about our upgrades at center and guard. Yeah, very excited about that. So I'm buying you both drinks. Um, We're going to turn that into a have a drink on me. I'm buying you both drinks because I understand your angst and I understand your 
obsession. We're so far away from football, and yet we are days away from the NFL draft. Minutes away, perhaps, for the time this gets published. What, oh, one last player I forgot to mention, the running back that we picked up, who was the backup for oh, Derrick yeah. Henry last year. He's a beast. And when he had to come in, he was crushing it. Yeah. So He's a big body, too. You think there's maybe going to be a couple games where we don't see CMC this year, and we might need a strong backup to go in and do some stuff? Or, or he's a big bruiser guy. Yeah. Not as big as Derrick Henry, because that guy is a fucking freak. But he's definitely a big, solid runner. Right. And he could complement Christian McCaffrey so well, and and then and then CMC doesn't have to get forty touches a game. That's the huge thing is to keep him his usage rate a little lower, even if he's on the field, not the ball carrier, and keep him healthy. Yeah, they said they were going to try that last year. We see what. Well, they say a lot of things. So let's go to the things they talk about as we go into the NBA. Uh, NBA. <laughs> I've been watching a little NBA, you guys. I have too. Uh, go Warriors. Woo. Um, just thrilled to see uh, the Celtics win. Um, the NBA and God damn it, I'm gonna have to cut this all out. Except I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna stumble all over it. The NFL draft, the thing that you care about, is Thursday. And the question is, what's your high, your top shelf uh, pick, Brandon and Dustin? Your I can live with it kind of pick, and the one that's going to turn your stomach inside out, and I started with you first, so just save it up, Brandon. Dustin, let's talk about the draft a little bit. Alright. So, top shelf, I would have to say is if one of the two best offensive tackles fall to six, which, from what I've been seeing over the last few days, seems more and more likely. Um... But at, you know, again, at the end the of the day, leaves. again at the end of the day, you never know. Um, just other teams are more are projected more to have needs in other areas and, and go for other players first. Um, so that's that's top shelf. Uh, I'd say mid shelf for me would be we trade back. Um, the top two left tackles are gone. We trade back from six. We pick up additional picks in the second or third rounds, and we still get an offensive lineman hopefully later on in the first round. Uh, hopefully there's st- still somebody pretty good. This is supposed to be a great uh, draft for O-line depth. Deep. Um, this is why I'm literally going to freak out. And then, you know, we get second, third round, hopefully do something there. Um, <laughs> Jared has been telling me we should pick up Sam Howell in the second round if we if we trade back. He's not I, a Carolina I, fan. I don't know if I have that do much Do you guys want to just throw me out the window? <laughs> But anyways, um, I'm terrible for you. Um, <laughs> we evidently we've worked him out in a, in a private workout. Um, but you know that's got everybody does their due diligence. Um, I'd say bottom like worst thing ever. And I think me microwaveable. I shot. guarantee you, me and Brandon are both agreeing on this one. Is that if uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, who's the state tackle? Is it um, Akeem Aquano? Yeah, if Aquano, if he's there at six. And you don't if, draft if we him. draft a quarterback instead, you guys aren't going to hear from me next season. Like, <laughs> it would just be a constant, like, oh my gosh, censoring. Beep. Yeah, so that's that's you know my top middle and bottom. I will, right there. I, 
<laughs> I'm not going to say it because it'll be on microphone, and then if I do it, I'll be it'll be premeditated. Uh, <laughs> actions will be taken, and there will be actions taken. Gangsters move in silence. Okay? Yes. <laughs> so well, I'm just going to add one little thing here. As the Sam Howell thing came up, it's interesting because I grew up in Chapel Hill. I heard Sal Pal, old Sal Pal Antonio, on the radio, and his take was, he's a two to three year project. If he, if you want to draft him, that could make sense, but. Matt Rule will be long gone by the time he's ready to take the field, and so I don't kind of see that happening for that reason. I hope your mid-range happens. I hope the Panthers trade back, get a left tackle, uh, don't go quarterback necessarily. Um, I think that would be the best situation for them, to get more early-round picks. Yeah. Because right now you get like the sixth round pick, I mean the sit- number six pick, and then you're not picking into like 145 or whatever the hell it is. I'd say another thing that that I would put close to the bottom shelf for me is we trade back and we still get a fucking quarterback Ugh. in the first round, like Matt, I think Matt that, Coral or somebody. I think that would be the worst. Um, that would, but that would be very on brand for these idiots who are just constantly thinking they can turn a quarterback into a starter. Right, turn shit into gold. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of things that happened in the off season, I mean, you, I, I shared with you guys this morning, you know, that post, uh, not post, but it was uh, like an article comparing um, Tepper to Dan Snyder. Mm. Oh, my God. Started being a stubborn, crazy asshole. That hurts, man. Like, Dan Snyder and Jerry Jones are like two of the most awful owners in the league. And if we're being compared to Dan Snyder, we're in trouble. Yeah, no, that's bad. And and the two worst things in business are this. One is a president who won't hear the truth. The other is a president who can't hear the truth, right? Because everybody's scared. Right. And if you're in either one of those situations, you have people at the top who are not making decisions based on good information. And that's when you know you're completely fucked. And we'll find out pretty soon how fucked right. The Panthers are or not, at this um, point, depending on how this draft goes. At this point, I honestly just think Tepper just thinks that he can throw money at quarterbacks and apparently fix this team. That's but his that's, mentality. That's not how it works. He doesn't realize there's a salary cap. He literally doesn't understand the most foundational concept of the thing, which is that all teams have how many quarterbacks money you pay? that they can spend, right? Luckily for us, our situation has been so dire up to this point that no starting caliber quarterbacks want to come play for us. Um, they don't have interest in doing so. so th- <laughs> Silver lining. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Dustin, once again, with the fantastic transition to the third segment of today's Mike oh, I didn't. I didn't give my... Uh, uh, fuck. All right, back me up. Wow. Okay. I did not give my top shelf, bottom shelf. Sorry. I, I will not be silenced. <laughs> uh, all, all my apologies, sir. Top shelf. As if, by some miracle, everyone in the top five is too stupid to take Iki Iquano. <laughs> and he falls to number six. We take him. I'll take back a lot of words I've said about our management. I still don't trust him. But I'll take <laughs> some of those words back. That's top shelf. Iki Iquano at number six. You're, you're buying I, around for the whole I, fucking bar. I'll, I'll accept... Evan Neal if Iki Aquanu is gone. Cross that would be my middle that my middle middle shelf. Like if we trade back and we get more picks, I think we could get Cross a little bit later in the first round. He's not I don't think he's that 
top seven, eight guy. I read actually or just a few days ago that his pass protection is rated higher than both of those other two tackles, by the way, which I find interesting. Who were these guys playing against? I'm just asking. I don't even know. Uh, off the top of no, so, so Cross was sure. Cross played for Ole Miss. Okay. Oh, shit. Well, okay. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, yeah. the best and defenses you're playing against. Neil played for Alabama. Killer. And uh, Icky played for State. All right. And okay, so, so I'm those SEC so guys a little bit maybe perhaps, but, but Icky got a perfect score at the combine. He's only like the second on his, offensive tackle on his physical on everything he did. And he, he was like drills. Yes, he was amazing. He, the man's like 350 pounds and run a like a four eight seven forty. And then there's you just watch any of his videos. He's just laying dudes down. Clemson doesn't matter. Put him down. He's he's a stud. Why not take him? Well, but you know whatever. I mean, what's NC State do? We we lose college football games we should win, but we put studs in the pros. I'm telling you, Icky is that guy. We should we should get that guy if we can. If he's gone before, I understand whatever. And then we back up and go Neil from Alabama because you're facing the best defensive ends in the in college football every week when you're at Alabama and Ole Miss as well. Cross, but Cross was a, a smaller. I mean, yeah, he's got a better passing grade. But you also need to run. We've got running backs to think about. All right. So, I'm just saying it's just a little less bad than I thought it would be before. So if we do take him at six... Oh, no, like, he's still a first-round talent. Right. I wouldn't be, like, that upset. I would, you know, prefer to get him a little later on, like, trade back and get him later on if that was a possibility. But if we did take him at six, like, I'm not going to be, like, frustrated about it. Right. So where were you at in your hierarchy? My hierarchy is... Top shelf is, by a miracle, we get a quantity. I would have bet $1,000 on that. No problem. <laughs> Middle shelf is we trade back and we get cross. Bottom shelf is any quarterback of any kind in the first round. Are you ready to take a microwave shot of fireball? I will lose my mind. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, just let's bring them in and just let them get murdered. It'll be fine. Well... I'm going to sell tickets to table one um, just for people to be able to beat because he turns out he has to work Thursday, which is never how it ought to go. But, man, that would be something. Um, I hope it doesn't happen, honestly, as your friend. I don't want to see you go through that. I don't. I don't. Like, at this point, guys, I'm not a Panthers fan. I'm starting to sympathize with what you're going through, you know? It, it, it's I don't know if there's a syndrome um, oh, related to that. Speaking of sympathizing, can I, I uh, just a quick little tangent here? So I had a, a regular who comes in every pretty often. He's a really nice guy, super nice guy. And we always talk about uh, football. And he was saying that he thought that it would be a great move for the Panthers to go get your boy from... Come on, come on. Sean? Sean Payton. Well, that would be, of course you'd like that. No, but he's and he was like, I think Sean Payton's going to go to the Panthers, and I was like, oh, based on what? I'll have what he's having. Right. Uh, I told him. I told him. I said, look, man. I, I told him. I said, I always respect. I always respect. Like, uh, I don't even know if I can appreciate winning. Like, if I don't even know if I would like our Super Bowl win if he was our coach. Listen, I can't stand this motherfucker. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I was like, I told That's him. You should listen. I told him. I told him, and I'm not going to say his name. But I told him, I said, like, look, that ain't. That's not going to happen, man. That's never going to happen. He's, he might end up in the Cowboys, but he ain't going to yeah, end up in right. Carolina. I promise you that man's not going to be in Charlotte. Sean Payne's sitting back thinking, where could I go? 
It ain't what Charlotte. What would I like to do? Miami, maybe? <laughs> like, going on a fucking vacation? Stay the fuck away from North Carolina, Are you please. Me? I know, I, I got it. God, that's hilarious. Sorry, sorry. I'm no, sorry. no, that's yeah, great. It's, it is hilarious. I, yes. I mean, and, and God bless, you know? Um, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> anyway, so, moving on. We got a few minutes to talk about the zoom out the bigger picture of the NFL. We did a little on the front end about how crazy the offseason has been. I guess now the idea is like looking forward, even not knowing what the draft is, maybe taking a little risk, a little hot take on how things come out out of the draft. Who's looking like Super Bowl favorites? Um, who's going to fuck it up? Who's going to get it right? Um, start with Brandon, because uh, it's your turn again. So we're looking at after the draft, After who, who's sitting pretty? Who, the whole league, how do you think not? it's going to shake I mean, out? You can start with the NFC South, wherever you want to go, man. I mean, goddamn, the AFC West is interesting. That's what I was, was going to say. I was going to say, depending on the draft, <laughs> even the, really not so much. I was going to say, draft, I don't even know how much the draft is going to change. AFC, <laughs> the AFC West is, uh, that's that's murderer's row over there. Like, what? What? I'm glad we're not playing the AFC West this year. And, uh, you know, as as you alternate with conferences. Right. Good God, they're stacked, absolutely stacked. Name the quarterbacks: Derek Carr, uh, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, and uh, the young guy, uh, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, yeah, Justin Herbert, and he's been a stud. Yes, he I has. Mean, he's won me my fantasy football the last two years. He's a crusher, man. He's Unreal. This shit's about to be crazy. I mean, that's a bloodbath waiting to happen out there. And that's not even talking about all the defensive I'm, pieces they added to each of their teams as well. Exactly. <laughs> and I submit you've got uh, Bosa and and Khalil Mack on a team. You've got uh, shit. Who did the the Broncos pick somebody? They already had a good defense and picked somebody up. You got the Raiders who added um, Rock Yassin and I think a D lineman. Um, it's just. Like the worst team over there, the, like in the off season this year, is the fucking Chiefs. Like they didn't do shit, but they're gonna be fucking. You know they're gonna be contenders. Right. When the worst team in your division is the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> in this time, like not not when we were growing up because they were pretty bad sometimes. I mean, if we can just spend thirty seconds on the concept of Tyreek Hill not being there anymore, I find that fascinating. Like Mahomes being able to always have that threat. You know, to, of the huge play every down. True, and that opens up the middle, like for their tight end. And to have that not be there, if super interested, and I would never bet against that guy, right? Um, all I mean is that's interesting. Well, it's not just him either, it's Andy Reid. And you know, Andy Reid knows how to scheme the offense. Walrus. So while they may not have that same style of offense, they're going to come out with some hot fucking shit and they're uh, going to look good. I'm sure. But we got to play those other three teams we just talked about and twice. And that's each. what I'm saying. Like I, I, I mean, they're going to brutalize each other. I submit that last place in the AFC West should get an automatic wild card game. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! I'll email Roger. They might all make the playoffs anyways because you got two wild cards now. So is it three conference. out of four? Huh? Three out of four. Oh yeah, all four ain't going to make it. That's true. Only three out of four. So I could, I honestly would not be shocked to see three out of four go to the playoffs. I will be interested to see. Respect, respect to our boys uh, Derek and Jared because good luck. I mean, God, boys, well, your Raiders are going to need it this year because <laughs> your Raiders are good, but that's a terrible I fucking saw division actually, to be in. Um, today or yesterday, the, the Packers are targeting uh, Darren Waller. They were tied in. The Raiders tied in. That he could who be, is the Packers. 
he would be nasty over there. They Rogers. have some targets to make up. Yeah, they need. Receivers. They have a lot who of targets they, they to got, make up. Who do they sign like Sammy Watkins or something? Like no, no, nobody that's going to make a significant impact. As well, Sammy yet. was decent, but he stays hurt. Right, he's good when he can play, but that's I, I not don't very know. often. So. I, I feel like Aaron was sort of like secure the bag, and they may not really be competitive. I mean. It's hard to say. But yeah, the Raiders offense, you got Waller, you got Renfro, and you got now Devontae Adams. Oh yeah, the Woo! Raiders are going to be sick. Man. And, and they're going to be the least talked about and, and, one of and all that, of them. And that's the thing, because Derek Carr is not the fucking fun name to talk about. And no. Derek Carr is a stud quarterback. He's pretty I'm good. sorry, that yeah. guy is good. And you add Devontae Adams. Yeah. I, I think, mean, come on. I'd be, I'd be shocked if Carr is not a top ten quarterback this year, maybe even top five. And with he's all, with willing, all those weapons. And he's willing to take the home team discount without being Tom Brady or Drew Brees or whatever, it, which helps your team so, so much. All right. He's willing to do that. He's so about it, and I I admire that about the guy. I, It's in the AFC. It's in the West. I don't care. Like As long as they don't play the Saints, I, I hope my friend's Raiders win. It's the wide, wide receiver market in general, we didn't, we didn't really touch on, but it's just, it blew the fuck up this offseason. What's that, $30 million a year for both Tyreek and Devontae? And you got Debo Samuel, who's not happy where he's at. They're t- talking about potentially trading him. Well, now I saw that there was a lot of talk about like him wanting to come like closer to home and stuff. Like, well, somebody no Schefter posted that, and then like almost immediately after Debo Samuel got on there, it was like, don't believe what you yeah. read or some uh-huh. shit. So. I, if, if if I'm a GM and I'm not, and nobody would ever pay me to do this, but I'm just saying I would stay all the hell away from that. I would draft guys fresh talent out of college. Athletes and see what we got. I would not pay $25, 30000000 million. In addition to the picks you're going to have to give up to get it. No, for, fucking forget it. I mean, that's just bad business. Um, you can't do and it. And you already see he's a fucking diva. Um, he's not even done with his rookie contract and is already trying to get out of there. So. He's just got to the league. Yeah. I mean, like and he's a standout and he's like, no, I don't like it here. Well, well you, guess what? I don't want you here. <laughs> I'm not paying you. Well, you know what? It's Mike Cup's son, and that was his. I feel like we did a good job for being on a layoff, right? You hear that when you're off, you get rusty. Maybe we're a little rusty around the edges. You get rusty. I'm pretty sure we're always rusty. <laughs> I, think, I think we had a perfectly fine show today. A Great of, show. A couple of us a little saucy. But uh, we'll see what happens in the draft, and we'll get back to you almost immediately yeah. after it, I yes. promise. Get ready for a, a much more emotional. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna roll, be three six minutes ride. of me screaming into the microphone. You're gonna be drinking microwave fireballs. You gotta come back from Mike Up Sun. Boom. Ice up, son. Ice up.